skills as well. Hello and welcome and thank you for joining me. I do very much appreciate that. Uh, my name is uh, Jeremy Gray and I'm coming to you today on IBGR, International Business Growth Radio, the world of business at your fingertips. And today I'm broadcasting from Ang Phong, a small town in Don Tat province in Vietnam, and we're about uh, 20 miles from the Cambodian border. It is a rural area, so if there are some background noises, such as uh, roosters crowing, uh, please forgive me. It's all part of the ambience of doing business in, in this wonderful country. And if you're thinking of coming to set up your company in Vietnam, and you think it might be helpful to have someone here on the ground, uh, please don't hesitate to contact me. Um, go to my show notes, and you'll find uh, contact details. Or Google Jeremy Gray, CFO, CFO, you'll find me and you can get my LinkedIn contact uh, that way. I would be delighted to hear from you and to help you uh, start your business here in this rapidly growing, demographically successful uh, country. So we're going to continue our exploration of, of keywords and optimization of your, of your web purchase. And in this episode 31, we're going to talk about how to improve what's often abbreviated to SERP, which is search engine results pages, and how to improve your ranking on search engines such as Google. In the last episode, episode 30, we learned, among other things, that keywords do still matter, but in a different context than in the earlier days of Google. Keyword stuffing, no longer appropriate. In fact, it's going to hurt your rankings. In crowded fields or areas dominated by major players, I use the example of Forbes or the Mayo Clinic, um, Long-tail keywords can, can help you find your niche audience. If you want to learn more, go back to episode 30. Put yourself in the mindset of your audience, the audience you hope to attract to your site. How do they think about the problem you're trying to help them solve? List the pillars that support your business as, as the first step in your quest to find the most relevant keywords. And now we're going to look at how th those steps that you you're going to use to build on those pillar words that you identified in the previous episode and how you use that to improve your rankings. Now that you have a few topics or pillar buckets that you want to focus on, it's time now to identify some of the keywords that fall into those buckets. These are the keywords or phrases that are going to help you rank higher in SERPs, search engine results pages, because your target customer is probably conducting searches for those specific terms. It can also be a time to consider what alternative keywords that your tribe could be using. For example, consider the keyword entrepreneurship that I identified as a pillar for my target audience. This had a high number of searches and yet a low competition score, so I could probably tag that keyword without paying too much for the click-throughs. But the problem, it's a very, very broad term that could cover what many folks consider as entrepreneurship. Although I aim in my geriatric entrepreneur to produce content that's valuable for people who are starting their own business, regardless of their age, my primary goal is to support people starting out on a second career, those wanting to go into entrepreneurship, maybe after retirement or later in life. And therefore, I could include in my terms, in my subdivision of entrepreneurs, things such as entrepreneurship for seniors, how to become an entrepreneur later in life, entrepreneurship after retirement. Is entrepreneurship right for me? 
low-cost entrepreneurial businesses, low-risk entrepreneurial businesses. I hope you can see the relevance of those terms to the sort of people I, I'm, I'm trying to support. You know, we're, we're later in life, we can't take the risks that younger entrepreneurs can take because we don't have the time to rebuild. And therefore, things like low-cost entrepreneurial businesses, businesses doesn't take a lot of capital to get started, or low-risk entrepreneurial businesses, where, yeah, you can limit the risks that you're going to take to what you can afford. So I hope you can see some of the relevance there. You know, although more and more keywords are getting encrypted by Google every day, another smart way to come up with keywords is to figure out which keywords your website is already being targeted for. What keywords do people type in that your website ranks highly for? Um, to do this, you'll, you'll need a website analytics software um, like Google's ana Analytics, and, and this will enable you to drill down on your website's traffic resources and, and, and sift through your organic search traffic buckets to identify the keywords that people are using today to arrive at your site. Um, I talked about Google Analytics, um, but as the uh, BBC, my ho home country's broadcasting corporation, would say, other analytical uh, tools are available uh, beyond uh, Google. Um, and as a, as a credit to them helping me produce uh, this show, uh, HubSpot do have an analytical tool. You know, repeat this exercise for as many topic or pillar buckets that you have. And remember, if you're having trouble with coming up with relevant search terms, you can always contact folks who are in your target audience to ask what questions they may have on your chosen field. HubSpot, again, they have a template that you can use to analyze your results. In fact, HubSpot have many templates that they make available uh, free of charge. And uh, download my show notes. Once again, that's ibgr.network forward slash Jeremy hyphen gray. Uh, and you'll find a link that will enable you to download all those templates that, uh, that HubSpot offer. Well worth your time to do so. Whilst you're on my show notes, um, do take the time to contact me if there's any way I can help you start your entrepreneurial journey. I'll be delighted to hear from you. One of the things you need to think about is understanding the intent and how the intent affects keyword research, and you need to then analyze accordingly. As I said in the context of the keyword entrepreneurship, user intent it's now one of the most pivotal factors in your ability to rank well on search engines like Google. Today, it's more important that your web page addresses the problem a searcher intends to solve than just simply carries the keyword the searcher used. So how does this affect your keyword research and the research that you do? It's easy to take keywords on face value, but as I mentioned in entrepreneurship, keywords can have many different meanings beneath the surface because the intent behind a search is so important to your ranking potential. You need to be extra careful about how you interpret the keywords you target. If people access your site from a keyword and find the content irrelevant and leave your site maybe after reading just that first page, it's not going to help your Google rankings. So let's say, let's say for an example, 
you're researching the word, because this is a blog, well, you're researching the keyword, how to start a blog for an article you want to create. Blog, in this case, can mean some th many things. It could be a blog post, or it could be a blog website itself. And what is the search's intent behind the keyword? It's going to influence your direction of your article. Does the searcher want to learn how to start an individual blog post? Or do they want to know how actually to launch a website domain for the purposes of blogging? If your content strategy is only targeting the people interested in the topics that you want to address, you need to be sure of the keyword's intent before you commit to it. One way to verify the, the user's intent in a keyword, it, it, it's simply just enter that keyword into the search engine yourself and see what type of results come up. Remember, Google is searching for relevancy, so they're going to bring up the websites that they believe are most relevant to the keyword you're thinking about using. So make sure that your content is relevant to the intent that Google has identified for people searching using your keyword term. You know, do some research for related uh, search terms. You know, it's a, it's a creative step that you may have already thought about when doing keyword research. But if not, it's a great way to fill out the, the, those lists. You know, if you're struggling to think about more keywords, people might be searching about for the specific topic you're interested. Take a look at the related search terms that appear when you plug a keyword into Google's results. You know, some suggestions for searches related to your original input. These keywords can help spark ideas for other keywords that you may want to take into in consideration. There are, there are many tools out, out there that will help you in your keyword research and search engine optimization tools that can help you come up with, with more keyword ideas uh, based on an exact match of keywords and phrases um, of the ideas that you've generated up to this point for your content. Some of the most popular ones include a, a company, I, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it, it's spelled A-H-R-E-F-S-R-F-S. Um, what they say in their, in their post is, uh, we've been crawling the entire web 24-7 since 2010, indexing and structuring petabytes of information. You can get access to these insights from RF subscription and use them to improve their business. That's what they describe as their business model. Maybe this is one of the most sophisticated keyword resources out there, uh, but it, it's not cheap. Uh, their light business version, which would suit most of the people I'm talking to in my audience, uh, it's 99 US dollars per month. Another one is SEM Rush, S E M capital R U S H lowercase, and it starts its pricing at uh, around 120 dollars a month. So there are some services out there, but they're maybe not cheap. Moz M O Z M O Z, uh, they offer some free uh, search engine optimization services, and of course there is <laughs> the classic Google Keyword Planner that's also free to use. Like most things, uh, you pays your monies and you takes your chances. Uh, as I'm a promoment of keeping costs down, I'm going to take a, a, a deeper look at Google and Moz and post my findings on the companion website, thegeriatricentrepreneur.com. Uh, you know, I'm delighted to report that my website now passes the radio test. That is, if you hear the website on the radio, type the name into Google, will you find my website? The answer is, you will. So let's summarize this, this, this episode. Use your particular keywords to find more search terms that are relevant to your business. 
you'll probably find more keywords than it's practical to manage, but using the number of searches and, and competition, you, you can refine your choices. Show the keywords you collect, select, draw the audience you want to attract, and we'll find your website relevant. It's time to wrap this episode up. Uh, please stay with me. Well, we're going to come back and look at some of the common myths about search engine optimization that you need to abandon uh, on your quest for that uh, elusive first page ranking on Google. If you're listening to me live, I'll be back in two minutes. If not, go to episode 32, and we'll talk about myths about search engine optimization. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.